want to welcome you out to our Sunday morning service. There's probably not a better day than Valentine's Day to preach on the value of the home. A sermon I've entitled Family Stability. In the book of Psalms 128 verses 1 through 6, there's a very powerful passage of scripture that I want to bring to your attention. It says, Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord, that walks in his ways. For thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands. Happy shall thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house. Thy children like olive plants around about thy table. Behold that thus shall the man be blessed that fears the Lord. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children, and peace upon Israel. There's probably no pursuit that is more important in our lives than the cultivation of a godly family and family stability. In this passage of scripture, we see some amazing instructions that can be picked up at face value. And it begins by saying, Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord and walks in his ways. And immediately engages the scripture by saying that we shall eat of the labors of our own hands. And it's the promising, the happiness that will become as a result of us walking in the ways of the Lord. It points to the wife that will be a fruitful vine. And the children that will be around thy table, which is pointing to family stability. And it speaks of the blessing, especially of the father, the blessing of the man that fears the Lord. And then it leaves us with this very powerful promise. And it says, you shall see your children and your children's children, and you shall see peace upon all of Israel. The strength of any nation will not be measured by the military strength or technology. It will always be measured by the strength of the family. And likewise, the church, the strength of the church will be measured by the weight and the blessing that's upon the families that constitute the church. The family has always been subject to the center of assault. For many generations you can point and see even at this present moment that the traditional home is on the chopping block of modern society in this 21st century. The foundation of the family has been established by the creator of all mankind and it points to the written word of God. And it establishes for you and I the foundation of how God intended the family to be. And the word of God will teach that the union for life 
is between one man and one woman in marriage as the basis of the family. Although this traditional doctrine that is founded in the Word of God is definitely on the, the consideration of the modern day concept of what constitutes the family. Make no mistake about it. This is and will always be the fundamental teaching of the Word of God. Family instability has got to be brought to the table this morning because it affects everyone. And on this Valentine's Day service, where you and I are to consider those that are the most uh, loving towards us and those who have the most value, I want to tell you that the most vulnerable victims of family instability is going to be our children. Our children who are too young to understand what is happening to their parents. So I want to begin this service by telling you the important reality and the unbelievable truth that there are no options this morning. Our marriages and our families must survive and this wonderful, wonderful holiday designated to those who we love the most must be brought into the perspective of our marriages and our families. And we must give undivided attention to the survival of these two subjects, our marriage and our families. I want to talk to you firstly about the foundation of society which needs to be viewed and brought into the perspective of the family. Whatever may be said about the times of the writings of the Bible or of the modern day trend of society, it is absolutely critical to redefine the family for you and I today. It is the foundation of all society and the foundation of the family is unchangeable. The family has always been instituted and established from the concept of marriage and it springs from the choice of one man and one woman bound to each other for a long period of time. It is a permanent family relationship that was not intended to be disrupted by any new doctrine or any new concept or even struggles or violations in the marriage and can only be dissolved by death and this is why in the foundation of any society the establishing of the family, birth through marriage, leaves no other option except until death do us part. The definition of the dominance and the dominant teaching is the entire word of God as we see this established clearly from cover to cover the importance of the foundation of society which is pointing to the family. 
There might be times when families are violated, but the Bible shows that there is such times in history and it was never condoned, neither was it the plan of God, but there's always subject to regret and disapproval when a family fails. So before we change gears here, I want to point to the importance of the foundation of society that God intended the family unit to be birthed by one man and one woman who would exercise their, their procreation powers establishing children and this was intended to be for the long haul. And I do not believe this subject should ever be taken lightly. And why it is so important today, because we are now over a 50% failure rate of the family and of the marriage circle. Bringing into perspective the overwhelming assault, especially upon the children, there is probably not a greater, greater attribute to a family than how we love their father or how we love their mother, establishing longevity for the foundation of society as a whole. I can tell you that the best thing that I've ever done for my children and my children's children is to absolutely love, appreciate, adore, and stay with their mother and their grandmother. This, no doubt, is the fundamental teaching of the foundation of society that's riddled through the entire Word of God. Obviously, this must be our goal. And wherever you are at in the circumstances surrounding your present day family, I believe the teachings that we bring to the table today will be extremely valuable. And if you will embrace any of these, no matter where you're at in your present day family, I know that the audience I am speaking to has many variations and possibly even breakdowns or a second marriage, but I want to tell you that the principles that I am teaching today on this Valentine's Day will carry over and wherever you're at in your present day life, I want to tell you that the foundation of this society can be extremely strengthened if you and I will understand the value of the family that is before us and if we'll embrace the teachings of the Word of God wherever our life may be at this present moment. It says, Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord and will walk in the institutions and the instructions that God has set before us. And it tells us that we will eat to the labors of our own hands. And it promises us family stability if this instruction is embraced. The foundation of society. I want to speak to you secondly about the divine authority that also is established in the Word of God. The Bible gives us a clear design 
and how God intended this design to take place in our present day life. God has set in place instruction and structure and he is anticipating and challenging all men to follow. It lays before us the divine instruction and the divine authority and if it is followed and if it is understood we can live to the highest good of God's intended purpose and establish for ourselves and for all of society to see that we can build stable homes even in this very intense society with over half of our families exploding to divorce. God created Adam as the head of his wife. This was put in place by the authority of God's plan. This has little to do with the press for overwhelming equality. I do not believe for a moment that God is making one more important than the other. In this framework of our present day society where they've established this imbalanced equality to all men and all women. We could argue that all day long. That is not my point. But in the Word of God, there is a design and a divine authority and God did place Adam to be the head of his wife. This is a plan that God has put in place. Yielding to the authority Authority that God has put in place and the design of God really has overwhelming wisdom because I believe that the creator of all of mankind and the creator of heaven and earth has put this in place for our overall good and I do believe that God really does know best concerning the establishing of a stable family. Yielding to the authority and the structure and the instruction of God would be the basis of building an amazing home that our children and our children's children will be blessed. The divine authority that we will get into in just a moment is pointing to a willful submission, a yielding or a bending to the powers that be, giving up the control of our own lives and releasing and yielding our lives to the instruction of another. And in the divine authority that has been put in place, it is pointing every family, every man, every father, every woman, every mother, and even the children to yield to the authority and the structure that God has put in place. This must be a willful submission. Firstly, in the design of God, 
it speaks to the man, which is the first challenge in the word of God. We find that God is challenging the man to yield himself to the authority of another, to permit himself to be corrected and to be guided and to yield to the instruction that is set before him. Here in the scriptures that we'll consider in the divine structure and the foundation of the family stability, there is authority that has been put in place that a man must be willing to submit in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting your cares upon him because he cares for you. To every man and to every husband this morning on this Valentine's Day service, you and I under the divine authority, under the direction of God, there must be a willing submission to the authority of God in our lives. There has to be the responsibility to every man to submit to the instructions of the Word of God to create in his life not only a strong marriage, but a strong home for the establishing of the family. And there is no instruction so great than what we have found in our text. And it says, Blessed shall the man be that will fear the Lord or that will embrace the teachings of the Lord. And the Lord shall bless thee. And it requires a willful submission of the man to the instructions of the Word of God. This is a mouthful and unbelievable instruction that if every man will submit to the authority of God and will respond to the responsibilities that God places upon his life, if he will be willing to bend to the powers that be, giving up control solely to the word of God and to the teachings of God's word, he will find himself blessed beyond words in a capacity that is overwhelming. Husbands and men must submit to the divine instruction that is found in the Word of God. There would be no greater application to any man to create in his life family stability than his own personal willingness to do all that God commands him to be and to do. As I look back now on my 41 years of marriage and the establishing of a wonderful home and the extension of my children and my children's children,
I am overwhelmingly blessed and I can point to the blessing of God upon my life because I embraced the divine structure of God's teachings, the divine structure of the foundation of a family with willful submission to the authority and the design of God as I gave myself to mold and to shape my life after the instruction of the Word of God concerning my personal responsibility to what God expected of me as a man and a husband. And it is very powerful to note that this is the structure that God has placed upon my life. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1 through 3 says, Be ye followers, followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things, and you keep the ordinances, you keep the structure, you keep the instructions as I have delivered them unto you. It says, I would have you to know that the head of every man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man. And the head of Christ is God. What powerful instruction that must be embraced if we are going to establish family stability. The challenge of this morning's service is that every man should search the scriptures to his fundamental instructions to embrace the teaching of God's word to establish the overall blessing of family stability and the challenge is every man within the sound of my voice, every father and every husband must willfully submit to the covering and the instructions of, the, of our Christ and our Lord Jesus Christ for the head of every man is Jesus Christ and family stability is established when we are willing to bend to the authority that the Word of God places upon our life. Secondly, it says, wives submitting to your own husbands. This is a very interesting subject. Once again, under the chopping block of modern society, and here, I do not believe that it is speaking about inequality. I do not believe that it is speaking about superiority. That somehow the man is greater than the woman. But I will say it is the divine structure that has been put in place by the Word of God. And it points to every wife, the head of every woman is the man. This does mean something in the framework of God's design and it speaks also of a willful submission 
to the powers that be. I do not believe for a moment that the woman should be the dominant factor, demand equality. There really can only be one head over the family, one head over every government office, one head of every country. Anything that has two heads, we know cannot possibly be correct. I do not believe this is speaking about equality. I believe that this is speaking of structure. And I want to speak to every woman under the direction of God's word. Ephesians 5 verse 22 to 23 says, Wives, women, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Once again, pointing to the structure of the establishing of a stable family. In verse 23 it says, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. This is a very powerful, powerful picture. Submitting to the leadership of the man as he clearly must submit to the structure and the divine instruction of Jesus Christ. A submission is the real answer to the establishing of a marriage and a family. If we would submit to the design of God, this will greatly help us. Submitting to our husband. I clearly know and I understand it has to be in the context of biblical teaching. And as our men in our life or the husbands in your life or the fathers in your life are giving themselves over to the structure of God's instruction, submitting to His leadership, submitting and respecting His position and His office. There is no way to separate the reality and the influence of the man and the husband and any family. And it does require room for him to develop and room for him to grow as he pursues the instructions of God upon his life. And for the woman to recognize that, to honor that, and to respect that is a small price to pay for the establishing of family stability. It's going to require a woman's willingness to resist opposition and to resist contention and to establish in that man's life an honor and a respect to the office that he holds. In the 41 years of my marriage, I can tell you that my wife and I did not always agree on all things. But she found her place in my pursuit of godly instruction. She was able to submit to my leadership as she saw me seek out godly counsel. 
perfect I have never been, but she was able to find her place in my leadership as I did my best to lead our family and our home under the instructions of the Word of God. And that's what she was able to submit to. She is not required by God or by my leadership to submit to any wrong decision or anything contrary to the Word of God. She was not expected to follow me in every harebrained idea I may have ever had. But one thing I can tell every woman today, if your husband will pursue godly instruction, I want to challenge you to work with that and encourage that and honor that and respect that and let not your place in the marriage be one of continual complaint and continual contention and a submission to the office as unto the Lord as the developing of the instruction begins to take place in the man and in the woman as well. The channel of God's blessing is when the man and the children will establish their place in the instruction of the Word of God. Lastly, or thirdly, in point two, gives instructions to the children. And I want the children to listen to me very clearly. Because children, you are not exempt from the instructions and the establishing of family stability. Through the years, I've seen the biggest problems in the families, the lack of response of the children to the structure that God has put in place. And I want to talk to the children because you have a role to play in the divine authority that God has put in place. And it is very clear in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee, that thou mayest live long upon the earth. Listen to me before we go to our last point and wrap this sermon up. I want to challenge every child. If you've got a mother and father that are trying to build a good home, and especially if you have a mother and father that are trying to follow the instructions that are clearly pointed out in the Word of God, you have a fundamental responsibility to obey your parents in the Lord because this is right. It does not matter how much you think you know. Your parents are smarter than you. Your parents really know more than you. 
your parents really, really want the best for your life, even though they may seem outdated to you, even though they may not know all that you know in the technological world. My children have had to teach me how to use an iPad and a telephone and to update my life, but I promise you I still am smarter than they are and I really know what's best for them and every child within the sound of my voice you must be willing to obey your parents they really 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 want the best for your life and your responsibility in the divine structure of God is to submit to the leadership of mother and father and you must be willing to bend to their instruction and before I go to the last point, I just want to tell every family member, every parent, you must be on the same page when it comes to the establishing of the structure of the home. And your children need to fully understand the boundaries and the authority that God has placed on the father and on the mother as you lead that family in the divine structure that God has put in place. I want to close with the garden of life. This is an old illustration that I found many years ago. And the story that I'm going to read to you today portrays the family as a garden. And it points to the things that we must plant and the various attributes that a garden will establish in our life to develop family relationship that will result in great family stability. I want to tell you that just like a garden, so it is with a family. To build a strong family, it needs the cultivating of time. No garden is ever, is ever established without its proper dedication of time and attention to cultivate its most fruitful time in its cultivation. It requires lots of sunshine, lots of water, and lots of affirmation. It also needs rain. It needs watering and de-weeding. There has to be, much like a garden, these same attributes established in a home. There many times must be the tilling of the ground so hardness can be broken loose. The planting of fresh seeds is accomplished through lots of tender loving care. And just like a garden under these simple instructions will establish an unbelievable atmosphere of fruitfulness that cannot be merited measured and so shall it be in our families as we move forward with lots of tender loving care and here are some suggestions of what I believe we must plant we must plant 
in our gardens, for our families and in life, four rows of peas, preparedness, perseverance, promptness, and politeness. These four rows of peas will yield its highest fruitfulness in any garden and in any family. We must plant four rows of squash. Who would have ever thought squash in a garden would be so valuable, not only in the tilling of our ground outside, but in our family gardens as well. We must squash out all gossip. We must squash all criticism. And we must squash out all indifference and all jealousy. I have never seen the destructive force that criticism and jealousy and indifference and the words that we use. We must plant four rows of squash to develop and to yield the most fruitfulness in our family gardens. Listen to me. He that has ears to hear. Thirdly, we must plant six rows of lettuce. Let us be fruit faithful. Let us be unselfish. Let us be loyal one to another. Let us love one another. Let us be truthful and let us pray together. This will yield overwhelming fruitfulness in any garden and in any home. And lastly, we must plant three rows of turnips. We must in our families... We must turn up with a joyful attitude and a fresh smile, creating in our family an uncompromisable happiness. We must turn up with new ideas, new attitudes, new determination. We must turn up with a new focus on establishing a happy home. It's last Christmas, I had all my children at home and all of my grandchildren. And there probably wasn't a more joyful place in all of Chinle, Arizona than the atmosphere created by the planting of the three rows of turnips. Just like a garden, it doesn't happen overnight, but the cultivating of a garden, the cultivating of, of a family is pretty simple. When we follow the instructions found in the Word of God, no doubt it requires lots of attention, lots of watering, the weeding out of all things that will rob from its nutrients and strengths. We must care for it daily with patience 
as we watch the garden and the family grow. And just like I've said today, one day you will look back and realize it was worth all the years and all the work and all the effort. I have an amazing family. I am so blessed. And it began over 38 years ago when I decided to fix my marriage. When I decided to yield my life to the instructions of God's Word. When I gave my life to the instructions of the divine authority that the Word of God put in place. When I removed all the options and I yielded to this. And then my wife and I together yielded to the instructions and our personal responsibilities to each other. Established not by a counselor, not by a book, but by the Word of God. And when we submitted to that, and now we see our children and our children's children blessed under the promise of our text. And I close with this. The unbelievable realities. Behold, that thus shall be thou that sees the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children and peace upon all of Israel. I am overwhelmed with the blessing of God on my home. The divine instruction that God has put in place is the answer to a stable home. God richly bless you. You're not saved. You're not born again. You're not right with God. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Pastor Aragon, I want to get right with God on this Valentine's Day morning. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want you to say, Heavenly Father, Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I look to you today to lead me and guide me. Wash me with your blood. Help me and forgive me of all my sins. I ask this in Jesus' name. I come to everyone listening to me today. There is no nobler pursuit than the one of a stable family. And I am sure that if every man and every woman and every child will do their part in the instructions and the foundation and the structure that God has set in place. Men, submit to the instruction of the Lord. Women, submit yourself to your husband as unto the Lord. And children, obey your parents. I believe we can build and yield unbelievable fruit in the gardens of our families and our lives. Let's plant the seeds that will yield the greatest return. Find a place to pray. Tell your spouse and your children and your parents that you love them. And we'll have an unbelievable Valentine's Day. God bless you.